Hey, this is Brittany. And I'm Kendall. And this is Wake Me When I'm Famous. Let's go, girls. Um, that was really lame. <laughs> it was so <laughs> Let's can, go, girls. Can I, can I tell you? What? Oh, okay. So, um, welcome to Wake Me When I'm Famous. This is, um, we're going to do a segment called Wake Me When I'm Famous Reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched the Shania Twain documentary called mm, Not a Girl. I'm not, not a, a Woman. Not a Woman. Oh, not God. Woman. I'm going to look it up right oh, now. God, this on. is bad. Okay. We've already started <laughs> off awful. We're like, we're for this. Um, but I was just going to say when the documentary started and it was like, Not just a girl. Not just a girl. Okay. Um, full body chills at the start oh, of the documentary. A hundred percent. Um, it should also be noted that Brittany and I were both at the Shania Twain concert when we were like 10. Mm-hmm. It was our, it was both of our first concerts. Mm-hmm. It was now the second concert that Brittany and I have been at that we were. No, 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 no. We we've been, together. we've been to more than one. We've been to the oh, Shania yeah, one. Right. We've been to Rihanna. Yep. We've been to Nicki oh Minaj. Oh my god! Oh my! And we've god. been to a Taylor Swift one as well. Oh my god! You're right. Maybe even two wow. Taylor Swift. Yeah, I went. I was at 1989, and I was at I, Speak Now. Okay, no, I was at Speak Now. I wasn't at 1989. Okay, when she comes again, when Taylor Swift comes on tour again. Oh, yeah, I like, can't wait happening. for our next concert that we go to because it, it will be together. Because we were there together, but we didn't know that. Yeah. And now we get to go together. No. And but anyways, we've never been to a concert imagine, together before, and I think we'd have a good time. Honestly, after I watched this Netflix documentary, I googled where <laughs> Shania Twain in Las Vegas, and I was like, "How much would it cost for Kendall and I to go for a couple nights?" Like, like get me to get me to Vegas. My sister in law saw her in Vegas and said it was amazing. I mean, I would do it for a night or did two. you also did you also like I, I i i think i think i've talked to like four or five people about this and everyone has said okay first of all the documentary was amazing so go see it like we loved it so, like 10 out of so 10, 11 out of 10 it was so good yes but um did you like me and several other of my friends and family go and put on come on over after watching the documentary and listen to it front to back on, i put on woman and me Oh, interesting. Because that okay, one is okay. that one is the one that's like super nostalgic for me. It's the one I listened to over yeah. and over and over again growing up. Obviously, I listened to Come On Over too. But The Woman in Me was my absolute favorite growing up. Not that song spef- specifically, but that CD. I love it. Is Whose Bed Have Your Boots Been Under? Mm-hmm. Is it on Woman in Me? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I just, I went and put on Come On Over because I couldn't believe. So in the documentary, it says that that album put out 12 singles and I was like no way and then they flashed them all at you on the screen yes and then do you as they as they were flashing them they were playing and you knew what you knew which each and every one of them were oh I knew all the words to every I was like holy shit and I think at one point someone on the documentary was like and that's just a good deal and you're like yeah it is a good that was a good deal you know what I didn't realize she was such a badass woman like she's so amazing that okay I completely agree with you. And that was what I was exactly what I was going to say too. That was my biggest takeaway from this documentary was that I thought that she was more handled than she was. And then you watch 
the documentary and you realize um, oh, no, no. she single-handedly made herself a star. Yeah. It was like amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Incredible. And She's just the only such artist, a hustler. The only artist ever to have three, was it platinum or diamond albums? I can't remember which one it was. I can't remember if it was platinum or diamond. Anyways, but she's the only artist ever to have that. And I was like, that is insane. The one, the statistic for me that I was like, whoa, was that she is the number one selling female recording artist ever. Like ever. Like more than Taylor Swift. I mean. More than Madonna. More than Beyonce. Well. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Although I put think it that, that might have been, I think that might have been albums sold. So I don't know if they're accounting for streams now. Oh, but okay. so which that takes like most of the, I guess most of the 2010s really. But mm. um, I wrote a couple things down. So we loved the documentary. Loved it. Uh, I think one thing that we can also both agree on is that Mutt Lang is a piece of human garbage <laughs> okay so I remember obviously I remember when this happened and that he left her for another woman that was her friend yeah not like her husband he In- was she was one of her best friends and like so but well like- she had Lyme disease let's not forget oh, that so like I because I feel like we were pretty pretty young still when that all happened I think so yeah because so, I want to say, like, I want to say we I... were like 10 when Come On Over came out. Mm-hmm. So we were probably like teenagers mm-hmm. when it happened. So I feel like I don't really think I understand understood how, no. like the, the complexity of the situation. Yeah. That's just a garbage like, When did they get divorced? Do. I'm going to Google it. Um, she just, yeah. Here, you like, Google it because you've got your computer. Okay. Um. I I mean I guess we can't really hate him too much because he did give us come on over but I just think ugh so awful but then and then she so she's not married to but she got with they the ex-wife of or sorry the ex-husband of her friend mm-hmm. she they commiserated over that and then and she got with him so I mean you got a good deal I just think the thing I took away from this documentary too was that don't you just feel like Shania just seems like what you see is what you're getting. She just mm-hmm. doesn't seem like a diva. She seems so lovely, mm-hmm. so down to earth. Mm-hmm. I feel, and I just don't know how you can cheat on someone like that. <laughs> she's just so beautiful. And she's Canadian. Oh. Voila. And she never forgets that. You know what I mean? Like she's not one of those celebs that's like, Oh, yeah, well, I've made it in America now, so I'm going to claim it as my own, <clears throat> Justin Bieber. Well, I guess he's not really that bad. He's gone back to the Tim Hortons, but I mean, let's not pretend that there wasn't some financial financial motivation for that. But anyways, um, yeah, so uh, I they, also feel bad because go I ahead. Was looking, I was just looking up when, so they she told him in 2008 she wanted a divorce and it was finalized in 2010. Okay. So yeah, we, we weren't, yeah, we were teenagers. Yeah, we were teenagers. Um, what was I going to say to you? Um, yeah, so I feel like we watched it together when the last time she performed, she closed out the American Music Awards. It was right before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And do you remember? I feel so now seeing this documentary, I feel bad because I remember we watched. She came, remember she came on the carpet and she was wearing that pink thing. We were like, 
what's going on with Shania? Like, yeah. she kind of seems like she's been drinking. And, like, mm-hmm. what's going on with her face? Like, we weren't being very nice. No, we weren't. And then she performed, and we were like, oh, Shania, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> and then we you watch the documentary, and we were concerned. Um, and then you watch the documentary, and you see just how awful and extensive the damage from her Lyme disease was. And mm-hmm. she kind of almost talks like she's, like you can hear it in her voice like she almost yeah and she almost sounds like she's gonna cry like Mm -hmm. she kind of sounds like emotional Mm -hmm. um she crossed her legs a lot did you notice that like she likes to sit cross-legged yes like sat (laughs) like on an ottoman which i guess if someone was gonna yeah she was just sitting cross-legged everywhere um i kind of liked it right she's like comfortable talking about it. yeah i mean yeah i guess she had to talk about a lot of stuff and then I really felt for her when she started talking about how, I mean, I guess I just didn't realize, I don't think I realized that she did woman and me without Mutt. And then she did everything else basically with Mm-mm-mm. Mutt. And that was when she no, really, no, no. she up. did woman and me with Mutt, I think. And the one prior, her one called, Sh- I think it was just called Shania or Shania. Shania. Oh, that okay. one was out without him. And then woman and me and come on over and up. We're all with him. Yeah. And she was just kind of saying, you know, now Mud's left and I don't know how to make music without him. And mm. I also, you know, I I thought it was really cool. The part where like they're showing all those TV segments where it's talking about like, oh, basically insinuating that she should give complete credit to Mutt for, mm-hmm. for her success. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, of course, like Mutt, you know, helped me write the songs. But like, I also, I wrote those songs and I found him and I convinced him to make a country album when he'd only made rock albums before. Exactly. And, um, because, and, yeah, she said, and she said, and she said in the interview, she was like, <laughs> he said, she said in her interviews too, it's like, if it was, if I was a man, they would have never brought the producer up no. as much as they did because I was a woman yeah exactly it's just like it's such this obviously we talk about this all the time and so I felt bad because obviously she was really going through it and then that 2019 performance was pretty monumental because Mm -hmm. she was kind of like I guess she didn't perform for 10 years which I guess if you really I hadn't really thought about it but Mm -hmm. yeah I suppose we hadn't seen her for a while but I thought she was kind of just I don't know what I thought she was doing but uh yeah agreed like I want to go see her in Vegas like today I know I really want to (laughs) go It would be so good. Do you remember when, when she, so when she came to Vancouver, it was at the Pacific Coliseum, which is like not our biggest venue that we have, but I remember it so clearly because even in this documentary, they they show her, she was in this like silver outfit and she had this big Jersey over top and it was this round stage. She was always wearing jerseys of the hometown team. Yeah. Yeah, and then she could yeah. walk around the stage and see everybody, and I just remember being like, "This is so cool." Well, I think at the beginning she wasn't even was she not even on the stage? I mean, yes, she I, walked I, out I, from the side. She came out from the side. We were like, it was like, dun, 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 yeah. and we were like, "Where is she? Where is she?" Yeah. She was on the side, and I just remember my dad came with us, and he kept rude. like my mom and my sister and my dad and I were all there. My dad kept being like, "You guys know she's lip syncing, right?" Like you know, she, we're like, "Dad." Like we're trying to pay attention. Yeah, like, we're just trying don't to pretend have a good like time. you're not enjoying this. Yeah. Also, I think I've come to you know what I feel like when it comes to lip syncing, lip syncing doesn't bother me. I will just say that if really? you're gonna, uh, well, okay, well, I'll say the caveat is, lip syncing doesn't bother me if you're gonna give me a fucking performance. Yes. Like I when I went to go see Katy Perry live, 
I'll never forget. She's singing Roar and you know, it's like the musical interlude and she grabs a friggin' skipping rope and like during the musical interlude, she's doing all the skipping and skipping and skipping and then she like puts the skipping rope down and it hits, like this hits the high notes, right? And like, as if you're doing that after you just did like a minute of pure jumping, skipping ropes, like, no, there's no way you're hitting those notes, but I don't mind because what I'm watching is spectacular. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. So, or like if you're dancing or I mean, I mean, I think there's probably some people that can just really, I mean, I feel like I've seen Lady Gaga do some pretty intense stuff where she's, where she's uh, dancing and singing at the same time. But um, it do- I don't know, it just doesn't really bother me. Or if you're going to sing primarily to, if I'm watching something that's amazing, do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, yes. I don't want to, like the way Adele conducts her performances. I'm not here to see that. Okay. I don't want you lip syncing. If you're just standing in front of a microphone, that's fine. Exactly. And I want to hear your real voice. But exactly. if I'm watching what I'm watching is like absolutely incredible. And you physically just can't sing while you're doing all that shit. Although having said that, have you seen what pink does? I've seen pink live. Too. I was going to just have you say seen what she does. I was going to say if pink can do that while well, she's, and she sings live the entire time. And to the point where it, yeah, you're getting like a little bit of her sounding winded at times. But for the most part, she sounds fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah. And she's freaking trapezing from the sky. Like, but I mean, she's yeah. Yeah. Um, I've not I was seen. Gonna say, I was gonna say I also feel like Beyonce sang live the entire Coachella, and that was pretty incredible too. But you know what? Not everyone can do it. Not everyone can be in my bad bitch genre. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> it's the genre. The genre. Not everyone <laughs> fits on the roster. Um, <laughs> Where's that from? Is it I don't know, but I really love that soundbite, and I really want. I do it too. Like I, I like really, too. really want us to like do a really, really funny thing to the it one, i really liked the one with kylie kylie jenner and chris and, and chris did it oh it was good so not everybody good. fits on the roster oh my god <laughs> oh yeah. man you know who is what on else? that roster shania um sure is her, what was her son's name i thought her son's name was interesting i'm gonna look it up right now shania. like oh i was it aisha something like that aisha i just remember it aisha? being that famously he Asia was never Lang. okay i just remember that there was never photos of him and it was pretty well known that mutt would if there was photos taken mutt would immediately buy them so that you couldn't publish them in a magazine Aww. which is kind of nice very yes. private yes totally he's got to be old now like he's got to be like in his 20s oh god what just happened on my phone i don't know it doesn't when was he born yeah, it doesn't say I can't find it off the top of here oh maybe if I click this oh he's 21 he was born in 2001 he seems like he lives a pretty quiet life which is good yeah I also really love the fact that I just think that all country music stars should ride horses in their spare time <laughs> and I know. It, it really and I really like Shania does <laughs> oh, I know it's just truly I also love how like fabulous she is too like she's country but she's fab like the fact that she direct or no 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 no. this is something else that blew my mind so for the come on over album she would have them when she was doing the music videos she would have whoever like the photographer do all of the video and then she edited all of those music videos herself yeah agreed like just that's the thing like just how much of a hand she had in it Mm -hmm. I guess I just didn't really know that no because I think we were too young to know all of that stuff at that time 
I also think that just there was never really anyone like her before. Like she was really doing Taylor Swift before Taylor Swift was doing it. Mm-hmm. Like the, the crossover, a lot of her stuff. Cro- like I'm pretty sure that when she released Up, correct me if I'm wrong. Did it not? It had a like there was a there was a which well, she had different sides to it, right? There was, there was three. three sides. There was, so there was the one red, was country, the green, and then there, right, there was a right, pop, right. and then there was like a, an international one, which I didn't know about until I watched this documentary. Right. So, so she was really doing that like true mm-hmm. pop Western country crossover before any before mm-hmm. anyone else really. Um, I'm trying to think what's who the would name have of that song that I'm having a party one. That's the country version. Oh yeah, she and did it with Mark McGrath. Oh my god, I love. And who did she do? Oh, Billy Currington. The country, the western one was Billy Currington, oh right? Or the country one. Um, I'd have to look it up to be sure, but I just love that song. So I agree. Much. I love it too. I also like up and listen. I like the song that she um put out with um the one that she said she wrote the first one she wrote without Matt life's about to get good. Mm. Is it called life's about to get good? Uh, or is it just called get good? Like Something. I don't know. Where is this? I don't know. I like it. It makes me feel happy. And I like the new one too. Cause the documentary is named after her new song, right? Like the, I mean, that's the whole point of this documentary is to promote her new music and promote, yeah. promote her Vegas show. But I, I wasn't mad about it. Oh no. She kind of, the beginning part, I, I feel like we've watched enough. I feel like there has been many specials about Shania and it's been very well known and documented about her parents. So I kind of feel like they kind of glossed over that. Mm-hmm. I kind of, um, when I was talking to our friend, um, Ashley about it, who I know listens to the podcast. Hi, Ashley. Hey, she Ash. was saying that <laughs> she was saying that she kind of wished that they would have maybe talked a little bit more about, um, like the divorce and her new man and stuff, but yeah. I don't know, that's what the I don't think that's really what the doctor. I know. I think it was she didn't talk about, about her music. new man at all. No, like she didn't talk about think, him at all. I don't think that was what it was about. It was about her music. No. It's about her. And I honestly, I feel like honestly too, she probably wouldn't even have talked about Mutt if he didn't have such a, a hand in her career. Because mm-hmm. um, you know she's, you know, she said that she that was really hard for her to come to terms with that. Like I already said, so. Mm-hmm. Um, like getting back in the studio and writing with new people and that would be really hard it would have, be you know you didn't just have a professional have a... relationship you had a, a personal one too yeah yeah and, you had and then obviously comfort. for it to yeah and then obviously it wasn't like oh like we're just you know we're growing apart but let's continue working together it was a pretty like oh, I mean someone sees with your best friend it's like I don't really want to see you anymore <laughs> and I really don't want to make an album with you oh <laughs> I would God. think oh yeah you wouldn't I, you'd be so yeah. angry. I loved the Lionel Richie part. Oh, so much. I love so Lionel she Richie. hasn't been singing for years. She's kind of become a recluse. She can't sing properly. And Lionel Richie calls her up one day because she has Lyme because she had the Lyme disease. And, and Lionel Richie calls her, her one day. Cords. And it was affecting her vocal cords. Mm-hmm. And he calls her up and he goes, I want, I'm recording our greatest hits. And I need you to sing. Was it Endless Love? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's like Lionel, I can't. And he's like, Yeah, no, you can. Where are you? And she says, The Bahamas. Bahamas. She's like, The next thing I know, Lionel Richie's at my house. Yeah. <laughs> but and we're uh, and then they recorded really cool. it in like in a bathroom of all things. Yeah, but oh, like man. she still got it. Her voice sounds incredible it with still with or without good. that. Yeah. Um, I was shitting all over. I don't know why I do this because I used to really like her, like I said, but I was shitting all over Avril Lavigne. Oh no! And I was like, ugh. I was telling Ryan, I was like, ugh. I don't even know why she was in the documentary. And Ryan's like, well, don't you think that 
a documentary <laughs> don't you think that a documentary featuring a Canadian female singer with Lyme disease it's like pretty important to have Avril Lavigne in that being that she is also a Canadian singer that had Lyme disease <laughs> and I was like I mean yeah I guess you're right and also she was discovered at a Shania Twain concert exactly. so I mean it does make sense that she was there I just Aww. think I'm watching Shania Avril and I'm like ugh, Avril you're like older than me and you still can't get it together like I don't know she just she sounds exactly like she sounded when she was 16 years old don't you think yes I mean but that's just her voice or do you mean like how she no it's in the way that she conducts her behavior Mm -hmm. I don't know maybe that's well it's you know what they say about young stars they kind of get stunted at that point in their life when they truly yeah it's true well she's still yeah like like well also it's incredible like talking about celebrity skincare routines, mm-hmm. I would happily take Avril's because whatever she's doing, it's working for her. She looks six. She still looks the same. Like she doesn't look like she's aged. Like she's got to be what? How old's Avril Lavigne now? What? She's got to be, I don't know, late thirties. Probably. Well, and she's like a. I feel like she's maybe a couple of years older than us. But if she not looks the incredible, same age, if not the same age as us. Here, I'm looking something else up again. Avril. I used to love Avril and um, what was his name? The guy oh, from she's 41. She was born in 84. Okay, so she's a bit older than us. Yeah. I gotta say though, Shania performed at the um, what was it called? Like Boots and Bellows. It was a festival in Ontario um, last week and mm-hmm. uh, she posted because I think Avril posted it originally and then they reposted it but Avril Lavigne and Fifi Dobson were backstage and I was like there's just something about this just warms this is just some good chicken soup for the Canadian teenage soul you know what I I mean I was feeling I was feeling very nostalgic is it boots and hearts oh maybe it was boots and hearts why would I think boots and bellows I don't know know. um I know when I saw that I was like oh my god Fifi Dobson I have not heard about her in years yeah what is she up to these days i have no idea i wonder where she lives probably you know who also i wonder about um what was her name every little thing uh what was her name she was also canadian carly ray jepson no that's no Uh, i'll have to look it up and i'll tell you on the next Mm. podcast um anyways I forgot. I was going to say something else too, and I forgot what I was going to say. But love me some Shania. Oh, God. If you What's her real name it? again? I thought it was Shania. No, it's not. It's something else. Oh, and when, because when she got to Nashville, they said, we have to change your name. Her twain is her name. I wasn't just like Ellen or Ella or Martha or. Oh, my God. I hope we're it's not Martha. very good. We're not very good fans. Eileen, Regina, and, and, Edward. Edwards. Okay. Oh, I think Twain was her mom's maiden name or something. Uh, and then Shania. Windsor, Windsor, Ontario. Oh my god, she's from Windsor, Ontario? I thought mm-hmm. she was from Timmins. Well, I think that's where she like grew up, but she was born okay. in Windsor. Oh, no way. Windsor should, you know what, because I have friends in Windsor, they should, uh, they should really cling more to that. Like, I know, right? Yeah. I mean, because I feel like Windsor gets a bad rap. And people when people are like, oh, Windsor. You should be like, well, you know what? You know, we've got a lot of things. We may not be a lot of things, but we are one thing. The birthplace of Shania Twain. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. 
So a sign. <laughs> I would honestly, if I were Windsor, I'd be putting that thing on the fucking welcome to Windsor. We birthed Shania Twain. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Um, that was a good. How much time do we have left? I don't know. It doesn't say. It just always tells me when we have ten minutes left. Um. Yeah, that's all I really wanted to say. I like the. Um. I also what I really liked about it too was the end because they talked a lot in the middle about sort of her, um, impact on the LGBTQ plus community, and mm. then also they were showing at the end all the TikToks, and it was mainly just, <laughs> yeah, like dancing to "Man, I Feel Like a Woman," and yeah, I mean it was this "Man, I Feel Like a Woman." I saw some meme the other day that was like, I think you did you send it to me that was like when Shania says "Let's Go, Girls," like I, I feel like I could just fucking kick a door down i know honestly really like like it's just such an iconic thing for our generation it's iconic my i had my bachelorette when you you hear that those words yeah yeah literally you could punch a hole in a wall literally (laughs) i just feel like you could you just feel like you could do anything and i think that's also the thing she said in the documentary too is that she doesn't get over like when you think about Shania, you don't think of her being, you know, overly political or controversial. But she was like, when you think of like, you know, when you really think about it, she's just been doing that like the whole time. She's been extremely know? like a, an extreme feminist, essentially her whole life. Totally, yeah, totally. But it's and not a, it's not super in your face feelings. And no, exactly. She was no. just like, I like to do it in my own way, which mm-hmm. is just, you know, singing my songs and living my life. Yeah. Doing what I want to do. Yeah, doing it as my most authentic self. I had my bachelorette at, um, you'll know where it was. It was that country western bar out in Pitt Meadows. Oh. Um, What's it called? I want to call it the rooster, but it's not that. Everyone calls it the dirty bird. Oh, shoot. What is it called? But anyways, it was really fun. And... My friend Sammy and I requested, man, I feel like a woman. And like two hours go by and we're outside at one point just getting some air. And then we hear. Da, 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 it is, it is like, roosters. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You're outside. We're like, we're like racing back inside. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Something about that song. Oh God. Everybody, yeah. love, everybody loves that song so good okay anyways i think that's probably enough yeah anyways we loved the documentary go see the documentary mm-hmm. i think we're gonna try and do a few more of these we'll probably do the maryland one next when it comes oh, out yeah. i mean we can't not yeah Britney's it's not it, but that one's not so much a documentary it's like a film but we will review oh yeah you're right it is it is you're right it's, no, it's still, not a documentary still... it's based i think it's based on a book or something but there is a documentary one that's on netflix called the like secret tapes or the unheard tapes which I've watched, okay. but I would watch it again and you should watch and we could review that one. Okay, yeah. Let me do that. I will watch that. Maybe we can review it next. There are some good celeb documentaries out there. There is... Re- oh my god, I'm about to sneeze. It's Bless. gone. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thank you. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Follow us on our Instagram, Wake Me the Podcast, mm-hmm. and um, send us a message if there's a documentary out there that you would like us to review because mm-hmm. we like watching them. Yeah, and honestly, I watched it, and she and I was like, "Do you want to review this on the podcast?" Like, I would happily talk about Shania Twain for a million years. Oh, me too. <laughs> so good. I love her so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, when are we going to Vegas? 
I don't know, but I think we should go yeah. in September. Figure it out. I also really want to see Katy Perry in Vegas too because I she keep watching her Instagram. Too? Oh my god, she's there. Her show looks incredible. It just it's so Katy. Do you think Orlando Bloom would be there? Maybe I, love I think him. that when do you think that when they well they must like when they get these residencies they must get like a they must get like a penthouse or something oh, to live in would, while yes. they're while they they're there have, they would have to unless you're Celine I think she had a house mm. she was like the she was like the OG she was the first mm-hmm. to really do a Vegas residency mm-hmm. and I feel like she had a house that she would I'm always so go mad back I, to, I'm but... so mad I never went to that me too you that's know? another me Canadian too. icon. Okay. She is an icon, a legend, a star, a queen. She's amazing. She's everything. Because you know what the thing about Canadians is? It's that at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how big you get, but it's like they always, they're always just so humble Mm -hmm. and they all, they never forget where they came from. Well, some of them do. Yeah. But most don't. Usually the ladies don't. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Did you see Adele starting her residency again? I did. Yeah, I would be good too, but I feel later. like, but I feel like it would be impossible to get tickets. I also don't really know if I want to see it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know, I know. it's like not as like it's a kind of like left show. a bad taste in my mouth. I wasn't a massive fan of the new album. I'll be completely no, honest. No, I know there was some I mean, songs I, that I liked. But... Yeah, but it wasn't like um, I feel like twenty five. I listened to it front to back consistently, consistently. Mm-hmm. In this one, I I don't know. Anyway, I also just kind of feel like it got released towards the end of the pandemic. And I was just like, I don't want to be sad anymore, <laughs> which is totally her prerogative. She can totally make an album of that's who she is. And mm-hmm. she can make an album of every, anything she wants to be. But I'm just kind of like, I'm ready to like bop, bop and dance. You know I what know. I mean? I know. Anyway. Okay. Well, that was good. Yes. I'll talk to you later. Yes. And make sure you follow us. Make sure you are subscribed. Mm-hmm. Maybe like us. Leave a review. Boost us. Noticed. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Brittany doesn't love editing our podcast. It'd just be nice if someone else did it. (laughs) Yeah, it'd be really nice. Take it off my plate. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.